Establishing connection. Designation DJ. Good link. Connected. Designation JRO. Good link. Connected. Designation Scotty. Good link. Connected. Designation Raven. Good link. Unavailable. Designation Vixie. Good link. Unavailable. Yo, welcome to the Dude Cast Heinous Movies Magic. We are going to be riffing and loving on some retro shitty and not so shitty movies today. From a seedy motel somewhere in Colorado, I have J. Row the Offendo on the phone. Well, it's near the, the, the southern deserts of Grand Junction. No, southern desert of Colorado? And a stone's throw from the violence of Baltimore, Scotty has returned. Pew pew. I am DJ, and don't forget to head over to facebook.com slash dudesfromalteria and give us a like. Oh. Yeah. That bread's stuck in my, on my, uh, you roof don't of my say. mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> Best part is I'm not even eating yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? How's it stuck I'm on your eating. mouth if you're not eating it? Because <laughs> I'm not eating my sandwich yet. <laughs> You can go home now, Jim. Thanks. I'm not going home. Oh, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you guys heard that, huh? I thought I muted it. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow, UHF had a budget of $5 million. Holy and, shit. Yeah, and gross was $6 million. <laughs> really? I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a cult movie. Well, opening weekend, it made $2 million. So I'm pretty sure everybody that enjoyed Weird Al kind of ran out there and was just like, oh, this is going to be just like his albums. And then it wasn't. It kind of was. Yeah, it, it was just his albums in like skit format instead of song format. Yeah, I can see that. It was, it was largely a movie. I mean, I still love it, but, you know, just largely a movie of uh, short skits that were hilarious. But then there were parts of it that are like, what the fuck? Most of the movie for me was what the fuck? A good one, though, one of the ones I really, is the uh, Beverly Hillbillies portion. I'm like, really? What, what is, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's probably not my, le- my most favorite part of that movie, but... I think my favorite part of the movie is when Kramer does his skit of uh, Life is Like a Mop. Yeah, that one's pretty good. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't realize that Kramer was part of that, that show, because um, well, I've seen it before. But watching it the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, Kramer's in it. He's just as goofy as ever. Mm-hmm. Can, can I still be the janitor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> My favorite in that movie has always been the uh, animal guy. Badgers, badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. Then throwing the throwing the dogs out the window. You need to get Jim out of your mouth. We can barely understand you. Damn it! No, my favorite <laughs> dude is the sensei. No, I get too. <laughs> now, do you want the fish or what? In the box. The box. The box. Oh. Nothing! You're so stupid! You get nothing! Uh, <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! Yeah, that's good for New students today? Yeah, they're so stupid! <laughs> Just throw them out the window. Yep. <laughs> I like how in the next scene, like while they're in the apartment after that, you can still hear him throwing people out the window in the background. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's true. 
see, there's a lot of subtle things in it that are just hilarious is what I think there, there is. Well, the other thing too, is like with the Twinkie wiener sandwich that he made, that was, that was pretty hilarious because he's just taking all this time to carefully make that sandwich. And you're just like, is he really going to eat it? Oh fuck. Yeah. He's going to eat it. God, that's so gross. <laughs> oh my God. I just came for the YouTube video or YouTube channel. Find all the stupid shit that people eat. Oh God. And do it. Oh no. I do it. I'd do it. You should do it. Might make me throw up, and people love it when people throw up. No, they don't. On YouTube, they, they do. do. On YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that one and that one that you had where your son makes you smell things. Yep. Yep. Actually, me and him talked about that the other day, and he's like, we really need to do that, Dad. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and again, there's more vomiting there, so. Exactly. That's the whole point of it is to vomit. You know, there's the possibility of vomit, and people enjoy that. It's like watching the... the uh, pimple popper videos i can't get enough of those i don't even know why so here's the real question would you really eat a twinkie wiener sandwich yeah mm -hmm. i mean the hot dog's got to be the hot dog has to be at least you know it's got to be a mid-grade hot dog though i can't do it with an armor hot dog a 69 cent hot dog package no i can't do that maybe with a hebrew national or a ballpark all be frank but not with the cheap but definitely with the cheese whiz i can imagine it'd be like this nice sweet flavor with the salty and then cheese well cheese makes almost everything better so you know i think this needs to be like a future dudes episode where we will try this twinkie wiener sandwich that's what i'm saying doing it with youtube yeah i'm ooh, saying let's could, do this on youtube ooh, we could do the audio and then say if you guys want to check out the video yeah we need to go through and find all the weird shit that people make in tv shows and movies we could turn that into channel before we finish talking about uhf would you guys recommend it to our listeners to watch this movie yeah i mean at least once so that you can say that you have watched it it's definitely a good throwback to I don't know, what was that, early 2000s? No, no, that was 1987. 80s, yeah. That was 1987? It was 80s. Uh, yeah. I'm going to double check it, but uh, it was definitely 80s. It was late 80s, early 90s. July 23rd, 1989. Ah, two years off. 1989. Who doggy. So, yeah. See, I told you, though. So, and yeah, that means $5 million for its budget is like what like 10 billion now i mean i don't know at least if you go somebody's off done the math disney does i don't know adjusted for inflation <laughs> uh, let's just say with the way disney does its math it made a billion dollars because mm -hmm. you know exactly. they're their funny books anyway yeah weird al went and bought a bunch of tickets he's like look i'm making a lot of money off my music i'm just gonna buy tickets and pad the numbers <laughs> <laughs> And at time of recording this, it is free on Amazon Prime, right? If you have a Prime mem uh, Amazon Prime membership, it's free? Yes. yes, it is free on Amazon Prime if you have a membership. I had to verify because I own it on Prime, so it doesn't tell me if it's free or not. So no. yeah. I, I own it on DVD. Uh, so when I went and found it on Prime, I was like, hey, it is free. Sweet. I don't have to bend over and pull my book out of DVDs. Yeah. And then bend over again and put it in the player or have my kid do it for me because I'm too fucking lazy and fat. And while you're risking bending over, your kid might run up with those ninja <laughs> skills of him and Naruto you. Yeah, that's their problem. If they do that, they're just going to get a <laughs> face full of fart. Speaking of face full of fart, remember that one time I gave you a face full of fart? Yeah. And I bent over into it and almost died. <laughs> actually have a really funny story about that too though about like two months ago i'm laying in bed 
and one of my cats really likes to get up and like just fall into me especially if i'm laying like it doesn't matter if it's on my stomach or whatever well he happened to creep up behind me and lay right next to me um right next to my ass and i farted also i feel him stand up real fast and shake his head and he jumps and runs jumped off the bed and ran and it stank i tell you what it stank yeah I think that's a cat's natural reaction to any kind of noise that they're not used to um, or smell rather because it, it would have been the smell because the noise is not abnormal for him. I'll sit there and fart all night long <laughs> and it won't bother him. But that smell was deadly. Ooh, it almost knocked me out. So uh, that anyway. is a good story. So <laughs> it's, it's now, better if I can do it on video because I can do visuals for it much better. So. But, you visuals know, of farting. Yep. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> He's got the green cloud. He can actually make it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now that we've gotten through UHF and farting, how's everybody's month been? Meh. I can't complain. Um, I actually started uh, a new job. I'm actually managing two technicians and uh, one's already quitting. So that's pretty good, right? That means you're doing something right. That's right. I can't stand this bastard. He's telling me what to do. He's telling me I have to work. Yeah, they really don't like it when you tell them to work. That's really weird. No, no, they do not. But yeah, other than that, I've been doing pretty good. How about yourself there, J-Ro? Oh, I, uh, I've just been busy as hell. Uh, Construction and windows pick up a lot during the summer and places that actually funny enough i'm in grand junction and this is the first time ever that i've had to pull a set of trailers to grand junction uh even before when i used to work for them i never pulled a side worked for this company for two and a half years never pulled a set to grand junction and uh, then i came back in december and this is the first time i have and i'm like i don't know where i'm supposed to fucking go with this stuff <laughs> so it's been kind of a rough ride and then earlier this week i put in Close to or pretty close to forty hours in three days. So I'm uh, I'm beat. I'm tired, and it's been busy like that. So I'm just really busy. Can't wait for winter to start because at least I get to slow down on how many windows I just have to deal with the snow across Wyoming. But that's a different story. And getting trapped in Wyoming over an entire weekend and sending oh, yeah. me messages and bitching about it. Yeah. Well, I never got, I have not been trapped in, in Wyoming over a weekend. I got trapped in Colorado for a week thanks to a blizzard, but I have not been trapped somewhere over a weekend. Thank goodness. One guy this year got trapped for a week and a <laughs> week and a half because the roads were closed and then they were open. He's like, I'm going to go for it. He went for it and then went off the road. And they had to tow him out and send him back to Laramie. <laughs> he got stuck there for over a week. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Oh, it did. He's like, I just went and go, you know, like, I'd go and get Redbox movies and stuff. And I'm like, dude, he got stuck in the second armpit of Wyoming. He was also new. I found out he'd had his license for six months at that point. And I'm like, bro, you're not, no, you should not have made that call to go at all. Yeah, that's... Should have seen that coming. Oh, yeah. Like, you definitely want to play it safe when you're first starting out, I would assume. And then, you know. I did. In fact, there's, uh, actually, I played it safe, and there are still risks now that I'm like more like, yeah, I'm not going to go. Mm-mm. No, thanks. So, anyway, about you, DJ, what's up? What did you do this week or this last month uh, other than bitching about your wife's job at the stall? Oh, uh, you know, a whole lot of bitching about my wife at that barn. <laughs> 
I really don't know. Let's see, August. What did I do in August? I went and I saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, I watched Alita twice. Well, yeah, of course. That's a damn good movie. So I watched a lot of retro shit. It was like three or four of them. That was just this last week. As far as work goes, I can't talk about it. It's a secret, but... Yeah, I don't right. want you to have to go kill all of our listeners because <laughs> um, we don't have that many. All two of you? No, we can't have you gone. Hey, we have 123 followers on Facebook now. I know. That's pretty good. I know. Wait, we have over 100? Yeah, yeah. we made it over 100. Nice. That's He's over like, holy shit. Yeah. As some of you may not know, I don't have a Facebook account, so I have no idea. I'm relying on DJ to provide me that information. So, yes, it is shocking for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I share memes on there now, and I have people liking and commenting on them that I have no damn clue who they are. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. (laughs) Strangers are liking our memes. Yeah. But outside of my secret work, you know, fixing those computers like I yeah. do all the time. Outside of that, I've got uh, another podcast I'm working on building up. We'll talk about that at a future date. And then uh, J-Ro and I are talking to an old artist friend of ours about doing a graphic novel. So that's pretty cool. Ooh. It is. I'm actually really excited about that. He's a uh, he's a childhood friend. And yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in uh, like 20, 20 years, 22 years. For me. Yeah. It's been it's been a little less for me because he moved out of my neighborhood a couple of years after you did. But yeah, he seems when we were 10, we came up with this idea for well, he had come up with an idea for a comic and I came up with an idea for something else that we were doing. And then we were doing my thing for a while, like it was just some game we were playing. And then he ended up taking his ideas for that comic and like injecting it into the game we were playing. And it made it so much cooler. And I've just thought about it a lot over the years. And j and I like reached out to him. We're like, hey, you remember this? And he's like, yeah, remember that? Well, yeah, I I'm, I'm glad he did. I'm glad yeah. he did, too, because that would have made the conversation really awkward if he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that was That's 10, true. bro. <laughs> I was a different person then. And like when I asked him if he remembered it, I was like, oh man, I hope he remembers it. Cause well, even if he didn't, I'd be like, okay, well here, let me refresh your memory. But yeah. He's uh no, but he's got a good grasp on it from what I've seen. He remembers it really well. So yeah, I think there's some stuff in my notes that he's going to see and be like, holy balls. He remembers that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be pretty cool. I'm hoping something cool comes from that. I gotta, I gotta finish putting my notes together because I turned them into an absolute mess like a year ago and never cleaned it. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You, it's some time. It's some time you're gonna have to spend on it. But yeah, that's definitely a uh, a story that we'll be uh, talking about later um, to promote it and let you guys know. We just have to get it all hammered out. And, and by we, I mean really the uh, two creators of it i'm not involved in it (laughs) man i hope he lets me keep the main character as ruthless as he is because wow oh i loved that like my i have my original notes on that part so the part which part did i tell you did i told you what i lost it why can't i find my notes someone pissed Um, him off really really bad and so he destroyed a whole planet oh yeah there was that one he didn't destroy the planet he destroys the moon whatever no the moon will still (laughs) still screw up a planet pretty good (laughs) They're not having one. For my original notes, he, uh, there was a, in the first arc, there's a government organization that like kills one of their dudes trying to get a hold of their advanced technology. So he takes the director of that government organization and jettisons him into space. 
Like, oh, you killed one of my people? Well, Mr. President, you're going to shut down this program, and I'm going to jettison this guy into space, and if you don't shut it down, I'm going to jettison you too. Wait, no, in the original, he didn't jettison anybody. In my renewed notes, the messy ones, I decided that he needed to be more ruthless when it came to his people, like when somebody fucks with his people. So yeah. he ended up jettisoning the dude. And then, uh, yeah, and then there's the later story where an alien civilization betrays him, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> so he blows up their moon, and it's like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Drops a bomb that just cracks their moon open. Good luck, we're out. Deuces. Peace. Yeah. So I'm, ho- I'm, hoping, I'm hoping he lets us keep that. I'm that I'm not too concerned about. There's one of the main characters starts out as a stripper. I think that's where he's going to have the most problem, but not necessarily. That's, that's a fluid thing. Those are like the characters backstories can be changed. I'd like to keep it because I like the idea of her starting out as a wannabe model that can't find any work. So she ends up becoming a stripper and then meets these guys and they're like, Hey, join our crew and let's go do cool stuff. And then she ends up like becoming somebody totally. Isn't that like a common theme for a lot of, a lot of uh, different storylines? Well, yeah, like you gotta have, you gotta have that story where somebody's got that shit life and then they end up meeting somebody who just changes everything. And they're like, Holy crap. Now I'm a total badass. So it's kind of like one of those things where you don't have to have it like a love story. It can be like some other awesome person that you run into. Yeah, but this one's totally going to end up a love story because that's just what I do. I, I do. I he do does romance movies. novels. <laughs> I do the romance novels in the weird ways. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Do a romance novel version. I'll read it for you. <laughs> oh yeah well i've already decided that because i did write a couple short stories of this and i determined that this is not something that can be done as a novel it has to be done as a graphic novel or a video game or the way my current notes were set up both. it was for a tv series so i'm thinking about doing like a telltale's game style game based off of the graphic novel so who knows That'd I might cool. end up doing both, and then Scotty can do some music for it, and it's all science fiction so he can do some like cool techno, Giver-esque movie. Oh, 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 let's go shitty movie reviews again. Back to oh, more shitty movies. Oh, man. We're, d- we're done talking about what I did. Can I start with my Giver movie review here? All right. Oh, you go can, for it. You didn't watch it, but you can give it, because you watched it several years ago. I remember watching this as a teenager with DJ there, and I said, I thought Mark Hamill was the star of this, and I know we all talked about this, but, um, and he explained to me that, no, he, he is the star, but he's not the Giver, and I'm like, why? It made no sense to me, and I thought the movie was, <sighs> it was overacted, even for an 80s movie. Let's just put it that way. It's a nineties movie, movie. Yeah, still it's overacted. Even I don't even know if I can call it a, a, a C, a C movie, definitely in the D range, but that's what I remember of it. I have not watched it since I watched, watched it once many moons ago and I almost cried. So it was painful. That's what I remember. That's my review. <laughs> you guys take it away now. All right, so The Giver came out in 1991. The only character in it worth mentioning is Mark Hamill. No, I'm kidding. He's not the only actor worth mentioning. Um, There's a couple others in there worth mentioning. I can't remember their names right now, though, and I don't have the MDB up. So I'll mention them in a minute. But the movie came out in 91, and it is an absolute gem of my childhood. My take on it is... Uh, 
I've I've seen better movies for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely the best actor out of the film would be Mark Hamill. Um, and then there's uh, the guy that's uh, basically the president of the Kronos Corporation. He did a pretty good job. Definitely pulled off the creeper really well. But uh, um, I also thought that they did the uh, the suits uh, for the actors really well. Kind of make it more lifelike for like the aliens that they are. Um, but outside of that, man, it was a rough movie to get through. And it was like a lot of fighting scenes, just like pew pow and all this other crazy shit. And uh, the music is very fitting with it as well. So uh, my personal rating would be two thumbs up. Definitely watch it once and then never watch it again. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> if you can find it, you can actually get it on Amazon uh, on a Blu-ray and, and DVD. Yeah, the didn't Blu-ray you say it was like a collector's edition or something like that? Yeah, there's a special collector's blue two-disc Blu-ray. I'm like, what is this? I'm not going to pay $20 to find out. And by that, I mean, as soon as I have $20 that I am comfortable spending, I'm going to buy it and find out. Because let's face it, I've got the Giver on my, it's on display in my room, the VHS copy I have of it. Like the Giver is the bomb. Um, so the other character or other actors in it, Vivian Wu is in it and she's been in a ton of movies and you've but probably all Japanese, seen, right? <laughs> well, she's been in a lot of Chinese movies, but oh, Ch- Chinese um, through the late nineties and into the two thousands. And even up until recently, she's still appearing in like TV and movies. And you've probably seen her like she was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. She was one of the main characters in that one. I mean, campy movie that's (laughs) terrible right there. Actually, she's also she's also in like The Last Emperor. And there's a couple of other movies that are like big movies that she's ended up in. So she's worth mentioning in this movie. Not her best performance. But no, not at all. She's worth mentioning because she, first off, she's hot. And second, she does actually do something with herself later in her career. But then the other actor, were, well, we can always talk about Jimmy Walker and his rapping, but we're not going to. <laughs> oh, man, that was rough. Oh. <laughs> like, you gave me a warning beforehand. Wait, was it dynamite? He says that once. Yeah, he says it once. Oh, my God. <laughs> He says it at the end of the movie, but he doesn't have the energy behind it. It's just dynamite. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, there you go. That's um, that's that's my official review of the Giver. It's dynamite. It's very explosive. The other actor, <laughs> David Gill, which is the guy who plays Fulton Balkis, the leader of Kronos. Uh, that dude is like a B movie legend. He is in so many B movies and he does an amazing campy job in all of them. And he delivers an amazing performance in this one. Well, yeah. Cause he usually plays like the bad guy. Um, I can't remember what other movies he's in. He's in reanimator. Oh, okay. One, I remember for sure. Like, Hey, he's Hey, in what, what, all what, of is, Re-Animator. what for our, for our wonderful audience and those who may not know what, what is the Giver movie based off of? The Giver movie is based off of a Japanese manga called Bio Booster Armor The Giver. There you go. Which is why when he transforms, he's getting tentacle face fuck the first time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. The Japanese are all about that. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah, true. He's in. It's true. I'm looking at David Gell's stuff right now. He's in so many. He was in Dukes of Hazard, the TV show. He's on it's Tales that, from the Dark Side. The reanimator. Yeah, he's always playing like just Nightingale's home. The brain. He was in Naked Gun. Yep. Is it, 
It was a naked gun. So which one? The first one? Naked gun from the files of police squad. So was that a TV show? I don't know. He's the he's at the a man at Queen's reception. But the Giver's like his <laughs> last movie. He had a heart attack not long after filming the Giver and That's right. Yeah, I did look him up actually. So yeah, that had to have been the that could that, that had to have been either the first first uh naked gun movie or a uh TV show. I think it's I the think, first one. I think it's a TV show. I can't remember. It's Frank Durbin must foil an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. It's the oh, first one. You know what? It's it the, is first the very one? first one. Yeah. I think there was a TV show. It was called called Police Squad. And that's what the Naked Gun is based off of. Maybe. I think that's what that is. So, and like in the reanimator, he's got that scene where he's a disembodied head and he goes down on a chick. So that's creepy. Whoa. That's yeah. weird. The reanimator is a pretty screwed up movie. You should watch it sometime. Man, I haven't I don't watched think it in I probably will. eight years. But back to the Giver. Yes. Mark Hamill is the one on the cover in the Giver suit. He does not wear it. It's confusing as crap. And that's because the guy who actually plays the Giver is a soap opera actor that really sucks at his job. Yeah. <laughs> and that, he's a bad actor. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. But the music in the Giver is amazing. Well, yeah, it's, it's to me. 80s. <laughs> other people are like, other people's review of the music is like, what am I listening to? I'm like, you're listening to some epic shit right here. <laughs> um, you, uh, Scotty mentioned in our conversation about it earlier, the cuts between scenes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> When J-Row watched it, he's only seen the VHS version, so he has no clue what we're talking about here, because that's not in the VHS version. It's not in the VHS version? No, in the VHS version, normal cut. Yeah, so in a normal movie, in between scenes, it just transitions to the next scene. In this one, like in between every scene, this like blade slices through the screen and makes like this weird like noise. Are you serious? Yeah, and it's... I. I think they change up the sound, but it's mostly the same sound each time. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like a very cartoonish, uh, like slicing sound. Yeah, and uh, for some reason, it was in the original cut of the movie, and then they removed it for the VHS, and then they put it back in the deep. <laughs> well, it's the original cut for like uh, the Japanese people. No, it was just there uh, when they originally um, made the cut of the movie, and it went to the one theater it played in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like its first showings at the theater were. And then they cut that out and it went to more movie theaters without it. And then for some reason they brought it back with that. Uh, oh my gosh. So there's a, the scene in the van where the bald dude and the chick are talking about going to Brazil to go shopping. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not in the VHS version either. Yeah. That there's definitely one- felt out of place. Yeah, like when that was brought up there and in the warehouse, they never mentioned Brazil in the VHS movie. So I'm like, what? The, where did this come from? <laughs> and then okay. the fight in the warehouse, there's this, there's the spot where the Giver runs up to one of the Zonoids. And then like it just cuts before he does anything. And then in the next scene, the Zonoids like laying on the ground dead. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) So in the VHS version, he runs up, grabs the dude's arm, and rips it off, and then slices his head off with his like arm blade thing and he or well he doesn't slice the head off he just slices the head and the dude falls over but there was like blood spraying everywhere and like yeah and they completely cut that out and i'm like what the hell (laughs) oh man i would have rather had that than like watch it and be like okay what just happened (laughs) yeah and there's 
there's a few other things where they did that, where I remember there being more violent or more blood. Like, I'm pretty sure when he does the spin through the air and kills the chick, like, I remember there being blood that sprayed everywhere, but in this one, like, it cut weird. And I was like, what? So they definitely, like, it seems like for the DVD, they removed the gore, the blood and gore, and then added those cuts back in to make it more, like, kid-friendly or more comedic and less, like, dark and violent. And then, of course, Jimmy Walker doesn't help any of that. No. If he'd said dynamite more often, he probably would have. Because he's been looking high and he's been looking low. (laughs) 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 For that guyvin' jivin' thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's been stuck in my head for 20-something years. Oh, man. Well, now it's a little bit more fresh. Yeah, you have no idea how many times I'm just sitting there and all that's going through my head is, I've been looking high. I've been, and I'm like, fuck you, Walker. <laughs> I, but I still love that movie. Um, that has a special place in my heart. Of the second one is way better. Giver 2 Dark Hero is way better. When I found out that the dude who plays the Giver in Giver 2 is also Snake from Metal Gear Solid, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? That's oh, there we go. Cool. And he's the guy who uh, wrote and directed the first X-Men movie. Huh. So like all of our... Brian Marvel, Singer? <clears throat> no, he didn't direct it. He wrote it. He just wrote. Brian and, Singer and, just wrote it? No, it was uh, David Hayter. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I got you. He, uh, he, I he think he was like an assistant director on it. But he was like very instrumental in the creation of the first X-Men movie. Hmm. Um, I was like, holy crap, that's what he went on to do after he played the Giver in the best live-action Giver movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so, and that one, I believe, is on Amazon Prime. Hmm. But you have um, to rent it. So, so I found a little bit of stuff. So, first of all, I can't find out how much it actually made. But I the do Giver? know. Yeah. It but I will like say five this. Or six bucks. I mean, I bought it, so it made like $20 there. It's surprising with its, you know, super effects and fantastic acting that its budget was only $3 million. I know it's a shock because... What? They paid $3 million for that? Yep, that, that oh, was the budget. You know what? It was probably just to secure Mark Hamill. <laughs> probably. Everybody else is like, I need to work, man. I don't care if it's free. $2.8 million went to Mark Hamill. <laughs> well, actually, I can't say that because this at this point, it was 91. So I don't even think Mark Hamill had started doing Wing Commander yet. No, that's true. He hadn't. I think it was just prior to it. Yeah, this was before he did The Flash. It was before he did a Wing Commander. And I think it was also before he started voicing the Joker. So I think at this point, he was like at the bottom of his career. So, so you talked about how it was the American release. And according to the... Uh, the Wikipedia here, um, there were two versions distributed. And the American version of the film, which was distributed by New Line, cut several scenes to focus more on action than humor. And the producer was really confused about that. Yeah, that's probably the VHS one that I know about. Oh, John Woo Jr. edited it, so there's a reason it sucks. The death scene of Dr. Sagawa at the very beginning of the movie was a lot more gruesome in the one that I watched. Like, it was really bad. And in this one, they didn't even, like, show him. They just showed it from Bald Dude's point of view. Huh. Yeah, because they didn't really show the, um, oh, I can't remember what his name. Basically, uh, Bad Dude's killing the one guy. I wish I knew their names better. But anyway, yeah, because it, it's focused on the bald dude as he's killing the other guy. And I was just like, that's weird. Like, why do I want to see the killer's face? Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
Because you do. Yeah, I can't find any money information on this either. New Line Home City. Yeah, I'm, if it's New Line, I'm surprised that it's not available for streaming anywhere. Hopefully that changes so that it can be streamed, people can watch it, and then they can watch Guyver 2 Dark Hero. I mean, they don't have to watch the first one to understand the second one, but it's... The second one is just so much. I still recommend watching both. And then once you've watched both, watch the anime because it is way better. And then get pissed off that the manga never made it to America and nobody will translate it because they want it to come to America and they think if they don't translate it, then eventually an American company will pick it up and blah, 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 blah. That's not how it works sometimes, though. Unfortunately, sometimes that's not how it works. I feel like there and, will be an American company in the future that will pick it up to translate it just for the fuck of it. I, you know, it's I've got this strange feeling that it's on somebody's docket. Yeah, like, uh, starts with an A, ends with an, a Legends. Yeah, it seems like something that uh, this dude that I know would do. Huh. Dude. I think I know this dude. <laughs> Yeah, definitely actually, sounds bet, like something. I bet we really could do it, and people might actually watch it. Huh. Well, the anime's already in America, and it has been translated. It's the manga. It was ori- The manga was originally released, like, the first six or eight or nine volumes were released in America by Viz. And then they were like, oh, this isn't selling enough. So they... And it also had the problem of, in Japan, it only comes out, like, every two or three months. They come out with an issue. So it was going too slow for an American audience to really get behind it. So they're like, oh, screw it. We're not translating it anymore. And now there's like 30 something volumes and nobody will pick it up and start translating it. Except for this dude that I know. We need to find someone that speaks Japanese so we can all get in on that and do it. And I bet you people will watch it. Maybe we can make money at it for not putting any time into it or money into it. Obviously, we'd put time into it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm putting time into other graphic novels and all this other stuff. Let's look at Mark Hamill's uh, career choices back in 1991. Oh, God. Man. Look, look, look. I like Mark Hamill and all. He does some great voiceover stuff. (sighs) After he started back with Star Wars, he started to open his big fat mouth. And I just want to be entertained, bro. You're not that great of an actor. He's actually a very terrible actor, to be honest. His Whoa, voiceover he was amazing in Diver. No, Especially well, yeah. when he was all when like, I'm going to go get some rope to hang myself. I was like, holy shit. When you compare right. him to everybody else in the Guyver, of course he was fantastic. I mean, he was like A-plus material in the Guyver because everybody else sucked. But No, David Gell was amazing. You put him next to John Rice davies and Wing Commander, and suddenly he's, he's not so good. Or Tom Wilson. I love Tom Wilson, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Him him and Tom Wilson were so great together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Crap, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous Dudecast or not, but if you can find it, look up Tom Wilson's uh, comedy uh, special. He did some stand-up. Hilarious. Obviously very, he was obviously at the time very new to stand up. I don't know if he still does it, but freaking hilarious. And for those of you who don't know who Tom Wilson is, he's uh, Biff in the Back to the Future movies. And if you don't know about those, but you know about Wing Commander, he's a maniac. And if you don't know about either of those, just get off my channel because you know what? I don't want you here. But the rest of us do want you here, so don't listen to J-Ro the Offendo. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, don't don't yeah. listen to me like that. Uh, yeah, we, we, need, we need people to continue to listen, <laughs> not, you know, run away. It's like, oh, that guy. I'm never listening to this podcast again. Fine, he don't want me to listen. I won't listen. Fine. Yeah, just because I don't know who this amazing Tom Wilson is. 
Like, gosh, let me go look him up. Oh, why didn't you tell me it was the guy from Legends of Tomorrow? Thomas F. Wilson, if you go back to his Back to the Future days. Like, go back to his Back to the... Yeah, I said that right, right? I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I just thought about the scene in The Giver where he's like, Bonehead! Yeah, like... <laughs> It's like he couldn't swear. It's just like find like the most G-rated thing that you could say and say it. Say it as part of your line. And I'm like, oh, that was so <laughs> awkward and gross. <laughs> uh, so, yep. so we were talking about uh, just a real quick thing here. We were talking about Naked Gun earlier. And I said something about Police Squad being a thing. So the Naked Gun movie series is based off of the Police Squad TV series, which was released in the early 80s. Got canceled after six or seven episodes, but the movies are cult classic type movies as well. So, yep. And don't forget, OJ Simpson was in them too. Prior to the, uh, uh, yeah, we're not totally official. Prior to him killing, you know, those two people, hacking their heads off and whatnot. Allegedly, allegedly, he, he... that fine cover our asses. Allegedly, there's a sound. There's a sound light out there for that too. By the way, allegedly, that's what it sounds like. I think it's. I think it's, uh, what's his nuts? The crazy guy, uh, Alex, Alec, Alex, Alex Jones, name? Alex Jones does the pod, uh, info wars. Yeah. So with the gay frogs. Yeah. We know who gay he is. frogs, turn to the gay frogs, gay and the chemicals in the water. <laughs> Honestly, Alex Jones is great to be fun of. Speaking of naked gun, it's also got Leslie Nielsen. And have you guys seen any of his like roles where he is a bad guy? Is there a movie where he's a bad guy? Oh, yeah. So there's a Stephen King movie <laughs> where he plays the bad guy, and he is just creepy as shit in that. Well, wait, what movie's that? The Stephen King movie he's in is... Oh, shit, I have to look it up. I think it's Creep Show. I can't remember, though. My brain isn't work these days. What year about? It was around the same time he did Naked Gun. It was the late 80s. That's all I remember. Making me go all the way back for that one, huh? But even before that, he had a couple of others where he was just like this creepy bad guy. And he's like really good at it. He played Dracula once. But speaking of Stephen King, I didn't watch all of it, but I did watch part of Stephen King's greatest movie adaptation, Silver Bullet. Have either of you seen that one? No. No. Oh my gosh. So, (laughs) I mean, I'll just... uh, say it's got gary Busey in it and he is 100 gary Busey in this movie and he's the one who's accusing other people of being crazy what (laughs) yeah so in silver silver bullets um a werewolf is attacking people in this town and gary Busey's like this alcoholic out of work divorced uncle that is the only one that treats the little kid that's in the movie as if he's not a total loser because the kid's a cripple. So everybody else is treating him like, Oh, you're crippled. Like, dude, dude, you can't use the C word on here. He is. He's crippled. Anyway, (laughs) radically challenged. Okay. I'm using the word cripple because that's the word that Gary Busey uses in the movie (laughs) is that everybody treats him like this because he's crippled and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like the kid starts telling Gary Busey, like, I think it's a werewolf attacking these people. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. I've done a lot of cocaine to be in this movie. And I'm pretty sure there's no werewolves. And yeah, like even as the movie goes on and the kid's like, no, I saw it. He's like, man, there are no werewolves. You're doing more cocaine than me. 
And then finally, at the end of the movie, like the werewolf transforms right in front of him. And he's like, holy shit. With that Gary Busey, like, like I've had to, how much fucking, what did they lace my cocaine with? More cocaine. It, yeah, it's a really awesome movie. It's like my one of my favorite Stephen King movies or Stephen King adaptation. Actually, it is a Stephen King movie because I think he wrote the script for it. <sighs> Man, so one of my one of my favorite Stephen King movies was uh, Shawshank Redemption. You know, I actually don't like a lot of Stephen King's stuff um, unless it's the drama rather than the horror shows. But that's just me. You know, the Shining? did he write The Shining? He did. Okay, I do like that. That movie is fantastic. I, I don't know if he wrote the it. movie, but he did write the book. I finally watched that stupid movie a couple of years ago, and I loved it. Yeah, apparently where The Shining was filmed uh, was uh, somewhere in Colorado. Um, I don't remember everything off. I don't remember all the details off the top of my head. But anyway, um, there was just a bit of a dispute between Stephen King and the person that was uh, directing the film uh, where they wanted it to be. Um, but just to kind of fit the scenery, it was better to film it at this one hotel in uh, Colorado than it would be to be on the actual location of where Stephen King actually wanted it to be. Huh. Well, uh, uh, shit. Who was that? Stanley, Stanley, Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. I had his name on the tip of my tongue until he said something about the director, and I'm like, wait a minute, I just had it. <laughs> I think that was one of his last ones, too. I believe it was, yes. Man, I'm looking at the cast list for Wing Commander 3, uh-huh. and I forgot how many good actors are in this movie. good actors are in there. I mean, first of all, first off, top-notch actor, okay? Ginger Allen, whoo, top-notch A-rated porn actor. Oh, oh shoot, sorry. Um, <laughs> top-notch actress, actor, uh, Francois Chow, top-notch <laughs> yes vagabond can you, can you believe i actually remember his name off the top of my head well, i'm kind of surprised i thought you actually had the list up in front of you too i, I don't i'm making but, a sandwich <laughs> so we got we got on this list mark hamill mm-hmm. obviously we mentioned him already we mentioned john reese davies and uh thomas wilson and tom wilson so we got those three out of the way but you've also got malcolm mcdowell yeah oh my actually malcolm mcdowell really is an a-list actor i don't know why pete why he's seems to go so far into b-list stuff but yeah actually i love Malcolm and then you've Mike got Ball. josh lucas yep that was his big start was wing commander and took him a long time to break out but he finally did and uh i think it was stealth was the movie he broke out in yeah i remember that movie that movie, a good movie with jamie fox and i liked that movie fucker <laughs> okay it was a far-fetched it was a far-fetched movie up until like the last quarter of the movie, it was a really good movie. Yeah, but I will say this. I watched it. Actually, it was on, I don't know. I have three subscriptions. I have Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. It was on one of those platforms, and I watched it, and I'm like, so this is today. Okay, it's good to know. <laughs> it really is. It's I like... future. I mean, so not only, is, but other than Josh Lucas and all of the people I just mentioned, did you know that Tim Curry is in it? I did. He is Malik, I believe. Yep, Malik. Melik, that's his name. Yeah, he's uh, Prince Thrakith's uh, uh, sub, uh, subordinate, assistant. I don't know, whatever it is in an empire uh, monarchy where you know the second hand person. Yeah, he's the he's the guy that essentially at the end of the game makes the uh, tr- signs the treaty with yeah. the Confederates. He also played random Kilrathi voices. Of course, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it just blew my mind. I was like, holy crap, I had no idea he was in there. Anyway, what other bad movies do we have to talk about? They're, yeah, they're not bad. They're just, 
no, they're not even shitty. They're just campy, campy retro. Um, you know, uh, what's the shit we were saying earlier? Uh, cult, cult movies. They are definitely cult movies. Uh, UHF yes. is definitely a cult movie. Guyver barely is a cult movie. Uh, <laughs> Well, I got, I got one. I got one. Um, apparently, Better Off Dead is considered a cult movie. It did not actually make a lot of money in theaters. It wasn't until after it was released that that movie became one. No, I don't believe that. That's that's what I've I've seen. It it did not make its budget until after it was released on video. Hmm. That's that's what I've seen. They had that entire mountain. Do you know the net worth I of know. that mountain? <laughs> Look, I can't I can't feel my right arm. <laughs> Right that is really one of my favorite movies ever. I actually had to hunt that shit down to find it, and I and I found it on Amazon finally after years. I'm not gonna say anything because I haven't ever mentioned that we have a Patreon before, but our Patreon references <laughs> Better Off Dead in like three different spots. Uh, <laughs> it is it's it's probably one of the most catchphrase movies that is also just fantastic. I mean. Let me let me pull up our Patreon real quick, and I'll. Uh, he, he uses it as an excuse to put his to rub his testicles all over me. Testicles, <laughs> you know, octopus <laughs> testicles. Oh, oh, tentacles, tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone block me on Facebook because I put that up. <laughs> They're talking about the movie too. Oh, that was fun. So on our uh, Patreon, our first goal is to make $2 per month. And we will be blown away that we made more money than that kid that went skiing on his bike that one time. (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. I want my $2. (laughs) Our first tier is $1 more or $1 per month. And you will get that warm, fuzzy feeling that humans get when they support the things they love. All right. Our next tier isn't really tier two. It's just better than tier one. And it's $2 per month. And it says you get all that stuff from tier one and the satisfaction of knowing you're better than Lane Meyer, who refused to give up $2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then our last tier is way better than tier one. Still not tier two, practically tier two. We promise we're not the Loch Ness Monster at 350 per month. (laughs) So tree fitty. (laughs) It took me years to figure out that. um, Oh, no, I can't remember his name from the uh, TV series, MASH, not the movie. Right. Um, David Ogden Steers. It took me years to figure out that he's Lane's dad. Really? And yes, that's Lane's dad. And I'm like, Holy shit, he can be comedy gold because he had the deadpan so good. Like, Nash was a yeah. comedy. Like, I always knew that he was, like, I always put that together. I It took me years to do it. And I mean, I, I watched a lot problem. of Nash. I, I didn't. I did not watch Mash. I actually, to this day, still haven't watched any Mash. But I'm like, I should probably find it and watch it. Yeah, I've watched it through like a couple of times with my wife. That's one of her uh, favorite shows. And is it it's, on any it's, streaming service? Uh, I'm not sure because we have the the DVD collection. So the last time I watched any episodes of it, it was on Hulu. Can you can you can you rip it for me and just send it through the? Whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 whoa! I don't. We we, we are no. pirates here. That's not we, how we, we don't me. sell. Can, <laughs> can you just can you just copy that for me illegally? God damn it! Where's our ninja? Send it to me through the through the email. Oh, uh, not not through the emails. <laughs> so I'll have to send it to you USPS. <laughs> can you do a pirate bay? <laughs> pirate bay with shipping. The pirate bay is gone. <laughs> uh, 
that's not well, yeah it is gone you're right <laughs> i've not ever, no it's it's actually not but it tracks uh i know for sure comcast tracks stuff but uh i think if you do a, a vpn you can get away with downloading it i i would like to step in and say we don't advocate uh anybody doing any piracy so but we do advocate for vpns but for VPNs, yes, we can yes. we can advocate for that. I advocate for I VPNs. advocate VPNs all the way, a hundred percent. Don't let yes. your ISP know what kind of porn you're looking at. VPN. That's only. right. Because what you do in your own house is not your internet service provider's business. Make sure whatever you do, reroute it through Switzerland, and they'll never give up anything. Well, yeah, because everybody's armed there. Well, no, Switzerland's so neutral. They don't even they don't even do. Uh, um, extradition. Well, yeah, but you also got to remember they're all armed. You're going to walk into a country and be like, hey, I demand, and then there's a gun in your face? <laughs> That's true. That's why if I was ever to leave the United States, it, it's either Israel or Switzerland because both places require you to have a weapon in your house. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really awesome, though, that a country requires that you do military training and to be armed. Like, that is that is pretty impressive for just one country just out there that's like, this is what we got to do to make sure everybody's prepared. It's great. Yep. Switzerland does it on a more or less like, hey, don't come screw with us because we'll shoot you down. And Israel does it after, out of complete necessity. So, but yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Anyway, that's off topic. So yeah, <laughs> Patreon, we haven't touched it in so long that it still says two dudes from Altaria. Oh, you need to change that. Ouch. Have you promoted, you should also probably maybe promote that now that we have over a hundred followers on the Facebook. You, you, you maybe should, should kick that over there because... I can't because I don't have access to Patreon. So two dudes from Altaria are creating podcasting goodness. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll promote it beyond mention it here, and you know people are going to go look for it and be like, "What is? Where's their Patreon?" And I'm going to be all like, "Holy shit, we're actually making two dollars!" I got my two dollars. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like if we get more than two dollars, then we all can have Twinkie sandwiches. You know what I should yes. do? I should set up a goal that if we make $20 per month, I will actually buy the two-disc special edition of the Giver. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you'd be the only person that owns a copy. <laughs> yeah, probably the only person. $20 a month, we'll actually eat a Twinkie sandwich. No, we could do that. Okay, I'll, I'll eat a Twinkie sandwich. If we I reach $20 a month, it. we'll do a video of J-Row eating the Twinkie sandwich. We will do a video of all of us eating a Twinkie sandwich. So does that mean that I actually have to say what the address for our Patreon is now so that people don't have to go searching for it? Probably. Yes, and you should probably also put it up on our Facebook page. Oh, does that mean I actually have to go to our Patreon page and like make it say dudes from Altaria instead of two dudes from Altaria? Yeah, I think we... Like our description is just, disclaimer, there's more than two of us. <laughs> like I don't have any other information. there. It was just like the bare bones of a Patreon. I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, never mind. Keep it at two dudes, and then say there's more than two of us. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, and there may even be a chick hidden among us, like a ninja. Ooh, ooh. <gasps> that's it. That's it. Give us that. That's that's the what diamond tier. Give us five dollars a month, and you get to see Vixie. <laughs> well, they get to see Vixie because we like totally plug her Twitch stream all the time. Give us five dollars a month, and I'll actually make sure that she starts <laughs> streaming on Twitch again. <laughs> What, she stopped streaming? She has 50 followers. 
Uh, she yeah, she's dropped in followers again because she hasn't been streamed. Um, uh, her depression hit her like super bad, and then she got sick, and then now she's like spiraling in her depression because of all of that. She wasn't streaming, so now her depression spiraled even more. And yeah, oh bummer. Are you sure you should be mentioning all this on you know? international radio i know about it because she's been talking about it on facebook publicly i see is it though (laughs) well it's everybody but scotty yeah that's right i have no idea what's going on so that is the reason she hasn't been streaming and none of us are unfortunately in a position to help her so yeah yeah that sucks i mean being half the world away that's hard to hard to help her with that so I finally watched The Last Starfighter, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah. That takes me back. For the first time in my life, I watched the whole movie. Oh, uh, man. What'd you think? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that your that, review? Oh, man. It was a really fun movie. What's The Last Starfighter? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you never seen it? I, I don't know if I've even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not alone. I wasn't alone. I thought I was like the last person on the planet to watch this movie. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll start this off by telling everybody I came across the last starfighter working at, at the help desk and I typed in full of movies on YouTube and somebody uploaded the entire movie, the last starfighter on YouTube. And I got to watch the entire thing. And I was like, how did I miss this? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I watched, I can't say this actually because my boss might listen to this. No, I'm kidding. So I found out that all of my movies that I have purchased and are on my Voodoo catalog, I can now watch Mm -hmm. it work on YouTube. Oh, nice. They've linked them. So yeah, I watched Alita at work. So (laughs) I didn't like actually just sit there and like, oh, I'm going to watch Alita. It was like playing in the background while I was doing other stuff. But I can tell you that in 320p standard definition, the movie is not as good as when it's in 720. (laughs) Or in 4K. Or definitely not in 4K, but like all of the 3D models and stuff like um, Garushka, his 3D model looks like something from StarCraft two like from their cinematics it's like wow i didn't expect for the quality like the quality going down to make them look this fake but (laughs) it did and then the action sequences just get like all like jumbled in garbage because yeah but back to the last starfighter it's about a teenage kid who's getting ready to go to college but i just uh, read the synopsis yeah well i'm gonna say it for our for our listeners do it do it Uh, he plays a video game called the last starfighter Oh, it's just called Starfighter, right? Oh, is it? Just, yeah, it's just Starfighter. It's called Starfighter. He plays it and gets the high score. <clears throat> and then it turns out that the video game was a recruiting tool by aliens to recruit Starfighters in their war against some dude. Son so of a bitch. They show up and are all like, hey, be a Starfighter. And he's all like, what? It's like you played this game so well that we're going to recruit you to be an actual Starfighter. And he's like, what? You're smoking crack. Okay. Okay, okay, hold on. So, I, I, hand to God, swear on my two dead children's grave, I have never seen or heard of this movie. And growing up, I was really good at uh, um, flight sim games. I was really good at them. And on a regular basis, I'd sit there in front of my computer playing X-Wing and go, man, I really... Really wish some alien species would come and say, hey, you're awesome. Come play it. Come fly for us. Because I was that good. And it never happened. So this this little bastard kid is living out my fantasy in his fantasy movie. 
from the year I was born. Well, damn it, that's not fair. He also got a $15 million budget. Oh, balls. In 1984, that's like $4 billion today. <laughs> damn it. That little shit. And the movie is very, very explicit about telling us the weird things that his girlfriend does with her tongue in his ear. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that like the episode of uh, Family Guy where they were being abstinent? So they take him and replace him with a replicant android thing that looks just like him. And then when he shows back up, she slaps him and is like all pissed off at him about something that he said. And then he meets the android and the android's all like, what? She was sticking her tongue in my ear. What is I supposed to do? (laughs) And then they bring it up a couple more times in the movie. Like I got to watch this thing. It's yeah, it's, it's it's worth a watch. Homeboy, homeboy from 1984 is living out my fantasy. So what more can I do? I mean, it is a good year. Yes, it is. It's a very good year. Uh, I would say uh, January was the best uh, month of that year for sure. I'm pretty sure it was closer to July. No, it was not July. It was January. January was the best. January is the best month of that year. Just saying it was probably July. Well, exactly. You're saying probably, but I'm saying factually that January was the best. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, other movies, I don't know why I thought about this, but I did, but have you guys ever seen the explorers? Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's a good, okay, cool. Awesome. That's a great movie. I actually, but we're here to talk about shitty movies, not good movies. (laughs) It's a, it's a campy eighties movie, man. Come on. Val Kilmer at like the age 17 or whatever. Al Kilmer wasn't in Explorers. Yes, he was. No, he I'm was pretty sure he was. No, no, sorry. Sorry, it was not Val Kilmer. Um, yeah, it was River Phoenix, uh, Ethan Hawke, and... Ethan Hawke is who I was thinking of, sorry. Yes, Ethan Hawke was the guy I was thinking of. Had that one kid who nobody knows because he didn't do anything else. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He anyway, played it smart no. and took his money and ran. Yeah, exactly. He pulled a Macaulay Culkin and said, screw you guys, I'm moving to France. You see Ethan Hawke is like 12 years old, so, you know. Anyway, I love that movie. I thought it was great. I actually loved it so much I hunted it down so that Tamara could watch it because she'd never heard of it, and she really liked it, actually. So Jason Presson. Yeah. Yeah. But, guys, don't forget that Chance Schwass was in it, too, okay? Chance Schwass is so amazing, he doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. Lots of people are like that in IMDb. My IMDb page doesn't have a picture. Holy shit. I did not know James Cromwell was in it, though. What? How did you not know that? I, I, it ha- it's been a few years since I've seen it. And probably when I saw it, I was like, hey, that's James Cromwell. Um, is he the junkyard owner? Mr. Mueller? He's uh, River Phoenix's dad. Oh. oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see it. He's yeah, the I inventor not, dude, yeah. the crazy inventor dude and his crazy inventor dude wife. Well, that makes it. Holy shit. Robert Picardo is in it, too. Yeah. But Talk about a Star Trek holdover. <clears throat> he, uh, I found out he was in it later because he's one of the aliens. So mm. I think he was one of the, he voiced one of the. Well, how about Frank Welker? Do you know who that is? Frank Welker. No. He is one of the voiceover captains of voiceover. He's done, no, it looks like he's done, he's done almost a thousand things as an actor. Um, oh my god that's almost as much as ron jeremy yeah (laughs) exactly except he made his legitimately as voiceover mostly transformers hey some anime made his legitimately actually i think (sighs) ron jeremy's at like 500 i don't think he actually came anywhere near a thousand (laughs) 
Anyway, yeah, as soon as I saw it, like, Frank Welker, I knew his face. But anyway, um, no, that's a great movie, though. It really is. It's campy, yes, but it's also just a fun, awesome movie. So, guys, check that shit out, too, if you haven't seen it. I got a list of old movies because, see, I'm the youngest in my family, and my older siblings introduced me to all things 80s, and 80s is my one of my favorite eras. Ooh, 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 I just remembered a, a B-movie for 80s. Ooh, what? Oh, please say Invaders from Mars. Flash Gordon. Flash. I actually never watched Flash Gordon. I should check oh that one out. Oh my gosh, too. the Flash Gordon from the 80s. That one was so... <laughs> so 80s. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, wow. If I remember it, that was supposed to be, like, lead into a TV show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to, or something like that. I can't remember what his name is. Um, um, they had Topol, which is the guy that does uh, the fiddler on the roof. Good musical, by the way, but we're not talking about musicals today. Um, Heck yeah, we're not. <laughs> that is a good musical. I've only seen bits of it, but I like it. Timothy Dalton's in Flash Gordon 1980. Yeah. Yeah. Was that who you were talking about? No. Oh, it's Brian Blessed. Oh, his okay. voice is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he should should be in more stuff. Oh, I guess he is in more stuff. I've heard of him. Who's he, what else has he been in? Uh, let's see. Recently, I guess Robin Hood, The Rebellion. He did the voiceover for Jonathan Warren Wick in Black Ops 4. Um, I don't recognize a lot of these movies. Wait, MacGyver, Lost Treasure of Atlantis? What is this? What? Whoa. Was, it, was that a made-for-TV MacGyver movie? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty and sure it does I've seen have it. Richard Dean Anderson in it. Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, I was about to say there's Star Wars Episode One. He plays Boss Nass. Oh, that guy. Okay. Uh, he's in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves as Lord Loxley, Loxley. So he dies right at the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think the 1996 Hamlet. I think I've seen. Yeah, I think I've seen that one, too. Yeah, with Kate Winslet. I saw that one. Uh, as much as I hate. <laughs> Either way, as a voice actor, very awesome. Definitely. You definitely don't hear those kinds of voices in movies. Oh, he's in a lot of... Oh, he's in he's in Privateer 2, The Darkening, which means something to J-Ro, but disappeared. I was taking a bite of sandwich. You said I sound like shit when I try to eat my sandwich on the air. Well, that's because so, you sound like you have a mouthful of gym? something. <laughs> I have a mouthful of Jim. <laughs> yeah, a mouthful of Jim. Well, can I, I've got something to throw out just for the fun of it. What's that? Um, so for those who don't know, we are, most of us are based in Utah and uh, we have Salt Lake Fan X because we can't call it Comic-Con anymore because San Diego is a little bunch of little bitches. Um, so we've got that coming up next week. And I thought there was a really cool little thing from it, which is uh, that one of the first big guests they announced was Jess Harnell, who is a voice actor for a lot of things, but most people would know him as, as Wacko in Animaniacs. And he, uh, he released a video when he was asked to come back and he said that Salt Lake Fanex is actually the best convention he comes to. Um, he makes special, um, I don't know, makes special time. I don't know. It's it's a whole video that released, but he was the big uh, first announcer of, of Fanex. And um, he loves it so much that he will cancel other things that he has to do just to make it to our convention. And 
personally, I think that's pretty freaking awesome because if if you're not doing that for something as big as San Diego, um, then that means something. And I think it also means something to us just because of the fact that the fan base that is in Utah and that comes from all around Utah is amazing. We have huge numbers that show up every year and some awesome cosplayers that are locally here and... So, yeah, I just I just wanted to pass that out. And if you want to check out his video, uh, he goes on like a two or three minute rant, essentially, of how how great he's treated when he comes here. And that's why he comes back every single year. I think he even comes in our uh, springtime panics even, too. So just a fun little plug and some pr- a proud moment for our uh, our humble little beehive state here. So Jero, I, have, I just wanted to mention that. I have a question for you, J-Row. Yeah. How much is Dan Farr paying you? Not enough because I'm still driving a truck and delivering windows. So, well, I mean, we only, <laughs> we only have like a hundred followers. He's not going to pay you a buttload, but he's obviously paying you to plug his convention. Well, he didn't give me any free tickets. So <laughs> what a jerk. I know. Right. <laughs> I'm halfway banned from Fanex. I can't do any panels or have a booth space at Fanex. Oh, shit. I thought they only banned Jade. <laughs> so oh, they banned you too? Well, it'll be figured out one. Uh, well, it better be by springtime because I want to be able to do a panel with you about bullying. I will we'll think about that because that's... Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to think about that. If we can get our follower numbers up high enough, then I think that uh, FanX will definitely change their minds about that. I think right now they're where they're at because I'm a nobody. But if I'm actually a somebody with some followers, then they might stop and say, hey, we might want him to be on. And, and, by, and by you, you mean we, right? I mean... Well, I mean, it, the rest of you can be on a panel without me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so far, so hold, hold on, hold on. Let me talk about the rest of us. Um, so there's five of us and one lives halfway around the world. The other lives on the other side of the United States. One of you is banned and the other one, uh, it would be a lonely panel for me. Let's just say that. <laughs> it would be a very lonely panel for me because apparently he can't even be here for Thursday night. So, Oh, <sighs> Well, look, we'll fly Scotty in. He can be on the panel with you. No, this is what we're this is what we're gonna do. Okay, so we can actually get DJ to dress up like. Um, oh crap! I had it and I lost it. Damn it! Ooh, Kevin Smith. I can do Kevin Smith. You can there do you Kevin, go, Smith. Kevin Smith. Can, <laughs> dude, no, Silent Bob. Right? Yeah. So we're doing like cosplay. So if he dresses oh, up true. like Silent Bob, then I can people are not gonna Griffin. know who yeah. he is. You could be Peter Griffin. <laughs> I have the trench coat. I have the hat. I just need to get the hockey shirt, and we got Silent Bob. Yep, there you yeah. go. I just got to go find a green pair of pants, and I'm set. <laughs> and as for me, I'll be Scotty from Dudes from Alteria. There you go. You can be our, medi- <laughs> <laughs> be our mediator. <laughs> yep, exactly. DJ never talks because he's Silent Bob, <laughs> and I'm just up there, yeah, you know, yeah. one time. <laughs> You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> and is that all so, they really say? Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Sorry. You know what? I'll just, I'll just put on a ninja costume and say that I'm Vixie. There you go. Nobody will tell. <laughs> oh, man. No. <laughs> Isn't his skin a little whiter and a little fatter? <laughs> oh, shit. They won't be able to tell. I'll just be like, I'll keep quiet. And you guys can be like, hey, Vixie doesn't speak English. <laughs> 
<clears throat> well, she doesn't. She speaks New Zealandish. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered what the other thing I wanted to talk about was, and it was with Raven that I wanted to talk about it, not uh, you. Well, give us a teaser. Give us a teaser. It was. Uh, I was going to talk to him about the legend of Gary Gygax, which is a Dungeons and Dragons thing. So neither of you really mm. know much or care much about that. I know nothing about it. What? What's his name? Gar- Gary Gygax. What the hell is that? Yeah, exactly. Is that like a golem that hangs out in a Finnish uh, uh, hot tub? A Finnish hot. A Finnish hot tub. Oh, really? You guys just. I really think you're. I think you're. The meme for Finland. Uh, no, no, I think you're on to something for a B Fing- movie that we could make. Fing- fingers up, give it the shocker. That's two in the pink and one in the stink. I know. I was waiting for you. What I was waiting for one of you guys to come back about something so I could say, or I could give them the shocker. But all you did was go, hmm. You said oh, Finnish, but that was Danish. Fin- no, it was Finland, which is Finnish. <laughs> Finnish. Somebody definitely finished with that finger up their butt. Ooh. Oh, I bet you I did. After the second one, I went, oh, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> up until you said the the thing about the sauna and mentioned this specific meme, I was like, hey, you, you're on to something for a B-movie we could make and make a like, good three or $400 off of. Uh, it's still there. I mean, come on, Zach and Mary make a porno. Dude, you know who's in that? Jason Mewes, who plays... Uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that was that one porn star who starred in the Star one of the Star Trek uh, porns. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, she's the porn <laughs> star that's in the movie. Shit, what's her name? I, I, I don't know her name actually. I shouldn't even say that. What's her name? I have no freaking idea. Um, she's the one that talked about how she was about to shit herself and they stuck it in her butt. And then she shits all over the cameraman's face. <laughs> it's her. That, that, that's the porn star. It's, she's the actual porn star. Um, hold on a second. If it is who I think it is, we're not allowed to call her a porn star. Why? Because her entire library has been deleted from existence. Why? Impossible. Be- I, okay, so I, it looks like it was uh, Katie Morgan. That who sounds we can right. Call, who we can call porn star. The other porn star that is in the movie is Tracy Lords, who her entire collection has been destroyed because she was 16 when it was filmed. I had no idea she was even in that movie. Hmm. God, how old is this movie? Is it? I'm trying to f- like go through Seth Rogen's... Uh, it was 2008. Holy shit. That old? Movie's over 10 years old? Nope, there it is. Yeah, Mrs. Banks that when I, is in it too. Yeah, I watched it when I first joined the Air Force back in the day. You know, you know what shitty movie we need to watch to review? Brandon Routh was in it. Yeah, the one one time Superman who for some oh, reason he's a two time Superman now. Is he? He's going to play Superman in Legend or in uh, the Arrowverse for a little bit. He's reprising his oh, role as Superman for it. No sh- Nice. It's uh, for, they're doing the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event um, in December and January. And yeah, when, yeah, during that he's going to play uh, Superman again. Nice, cool. Are they going to have to go through and reduce his uh, junk size, or probably? I don't think they should. I think they need to let that thing stick out for the full foot that it sticks out. I know. I think they need to be like, well, here, this is what you all missed. This is what what you would have seen in his second Superman movie. Yeah. Anyway, you know what shitty retro shitty movie we need to watch is and review, talk about? What's that? Orgasmo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting out for that one. What? Why? Because I still have, look, even though I left the church, I drink and all that kind of stuff, it still kind of makes me go, hmm. 
it's it's that matter of that that they have just enough information to cause you know chaos and they don't actually know all that much well that's i know it sounds weird but it it's one of, it's, it's like the book of mormon uh stage show I, I i can't watch it so you wouldn't go see the book of mormon the broadway no, show I wouldn't. no oh I wouldn't. man people that, from utah love it and i'm just like I, I can't i can't do it guys sorry it's just it's it's one of those lines that i have a hard time crossing even though i even you know said that that a lot of negative things about the church itself but it's just one of those things so i don't know why i honestly can't tell you but I watched Orgasmo once and I was like, this is a stupid, dumb movie. I think you would enjoy <laughs> it a lot now, honestly. I don't know. I, I, my sense of humor hasn't changed much since I watched it last time. So. Man, 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 you're a man. Man, you're a man. Now you're a man. <laughs> Now that you've gotten older and like you've been through stuff like Team America, I think actually if you went back to I Orgasmo, haven't even seen all of Team America yet. Although I do really want to see uh, it, I just never oh have seen it God. all the way through. All right, get the fuck out of here. That's it. I can't take well, it anymore. Okay. In my defense, in my defense, hold on. When it came out, I went. That looks really funny. I don't know if I can watch it. And then I ran across it like three o'clock in the morning, and it was the uncensored version. I think it was on MTV, and I laughed my ass off. But I'd also taken some uh, oxycodone because I had uh, an infected testicle and fell asleep during it. (laughs) 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 I've never seen it since. But I do know about America. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's that's not something to laugh about. But fuck, dude. (laughs) Oh, no. It's hilarious because uh, I scared. Okay. So I worked at a cut above at the time. And it was during the winter, so we were doing snow removal, and all of a sudden it started hurting. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, like, like I knocked it against my leg and almost fell over. That's how bad it hurt. Oh, damn. And so I went to the doctor, and he's like, so uh, I was rubbing your leg there, and, you know, it's just kind of a test we do. If you rub the leg, you know, you'll get a reaction, and it'll contract. And he said, your left one contracted, but your right one just hung there. And I'm like, huh. Okay, that's great. That's great. He's like, I think you need to, I want to send you to the hospital because it could be a torsion and torsion can be really dangerous. It can cause, uh, well, it can cause you to go sterile and have it fall off plus super duper infection. Um, anyway, it turns out it was just a, an infection. I said to the doctor, I said, well, how does this happen? He's like, did you, did you lift something really heavy when you had to urinate? And I'm like, I don't know, probably. I do snow removal and I move a lot of heavy stuff. He's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that can, that that's a possibility. Then he's like, "So here's your antibiotics, here's your painkillers, yada yada." I was like, "All right." So after a few days, I went back to work, and everybody's like, "So what's going on, man? Are you okay?" Do do do. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then I explained to them what the doctor said about lifting heavy stuff when you have to pee. I scared about four dudes out of ever lifting anything heavy when they had to pee again. They even t- they told me, but they're like, I won't even lift anything heavy because after I heard about what happened to you, I was just, I'm just scared. I'm like, yeah, you should be because it hurts. <laughs> but, <yeah>. Wow. <laughs> it's uh, it's something. Uh, a lesson I never learned because I still lift heavy shit when I pee, but won't need to pee, but whatever, you know. <laughs> this doctor, to find what was wrong with you, caressed your leg to get a reaction out of your testicles. Uh, not just my leg, my inner thigh. 
uh, started about a half inch below my testicles and worked his way up until he tapped my testicles. Yes, that's correct. Ooh. Did he take you to dinner first? Uh, no, I actually had to pay him like 70 bucks. Dude. Oh, no, wait, no. Then that got paid for. Never mind. <laughs> my, whole, my whole medical bill got covered in cash by my uh, awesome boss at the time. <laughs> Paying to get felt up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got it for free. <laughs> so what you're saying is Sam paid for a doctor. Yes, to rub my inner thigh. And he basically yes, paid for correct. me to get a hand job. Well, no, because I didn't come. So, you know. <laughs> but almost. So close. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if <laughs> he had paid the full hundred dollars, I mean, you would have got the... <laughs> Seven dollars. You don't. You don't get much with that. You get the. That's true. You just get a feel. You get a little cop. You get a little cop of a feel. Oh man, this is definitely one of our weirdest ones. Anyway, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I will say this though. It is really not fun to have that because you know you get kind of scared because your manhood might be going away, especially when they tell you a testicular torsion. Uh, that usually means we have to amputate your nut, and I'm like, no. How about, how about no? <laughs> I kind of like my nuts. I, I do. I like how they just kind of dangle there like a coin purse and one side's a little longer than the other. I don't like sitting on them. That sucks. <laughs> so that was what I was going to bring up. It's like if you're a low, a low hanger, um, they kind of get in the way when you sit down. And they, they do. It sucks. And it's like, why? Why do I have these? <laughs> I sat down at work the other day and I was like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like i can't talk about it <laughs> you just sit on one and so is that what oh, i, I think i sat on, on both of them oh. it was it was painful now you know what's funny i googled one day why one ball is lower than the other do you know what the answer to it is to prevent you from destroying them <laughs> so you don't pinch them they're literally made so that when you squeeze your legs together one of them goes above the other yeah that's it I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> it still hasn't stopped it from happening, but. The more you know. Exactly. <sighs> well, I mean, it happens to us because we're just so fat that our leg fat crushes it. Oh, I can't even put my legs together, man. <sighs> hey, Keanu's got a Matrix 4 coming out. Yeah, I heard that I've, this morning. I've heard that for a while. Is this a real thing now? Yeah, it's like. It's been greenlit with one of the Wachowskis returning, and uh, Carrie Ann Moss is going to be returning. See, what are the Wachowskis' names now? Was it David and Linda? It used to be like David it's, and Bob, and now it's it Linda or Larry something. Larry like and something, and now it's Lana, and I think Lana's the one who's. I don't. All right, it was Larry and Andy Wachowski, and now it's Lana and Lily Wachowski, and Lana's they, the one returning. They both did the sex change. Yep, they've both had a sex change now. So they're the Wachowski sisters now. Yeah, they went from the Wachowski brothers to the Wachowski siblings to the Wachowski sisters. I'm just trying to figure out what they're going to be doing in the fourth Matrix. They could have stopped after the first one, but here we are at number four. Like, what are we what are we doing now? Right. Now, I, I will say this, okay? A lot of people give the second and third one a lot of shit. The second one, eh, it was okay. It was definitely a bridge movie. The third one I loved because, and this goes back to the Terminator series, when they did, uh, uh, what was the one with Batman in it? Christian Bale. Uh, I want to say it starts with an R, but I don't think it does. Anyway, I really, uh, that's actually probably tied Salvation. with Salvation. That's what it was. He wasn't an R. 
Um, that's tied for my second favorite with the first movie because Terminator 2, quite frankly, is the best one. Um, but it's it's tied with uh, the Terminator versus Salvation because it shows the actual war. And that's kind of what it goes back to with term, with uh, Matri- the third Matrix movie is that it it depicts the actual war, not the whole cool gotta dance around bolts and shit, but the actual struggle and fight with the machines. And that's why I actually like the third Matrix pretty much as much as I like the first one. So, but yeah, I don't know how, how they're supposed to do that with, you know, Neo being dead and... Uh, Neo didn't die. Well, we okay. Technically, we don't know if Neo died. That's correct. But uh, what's her name died? That was pretty that's, clear. That's the part that's got people confused is how's Carrie Ann Moss coming back? Yeah. Um, Te- technically, no. We don't know if we don't know if Neo died. That is technically correct. With Keanu, it was kind of hinted that he became like he remerged with the Matrix, like he was supposed to. Okay. And yeah, he didn't die, but. I don't know. We'll find out with him. It like they could bring him back so many different ways with her though. It's like, how are you bringing her back? Quite, quite frankly with, with, uh, with the matrix or I'm sorry, with Keanu Reeves, it, it could be a total shit show and people still paid money for it. I know I would. It's true. Yeah, like with her though, how do you bring her back? She had more exactly. holes in her than wash. I know. Right. Well, yeah, she had, he only had one. I mean, <laughs> It was she a got big like quadruple one. iron spiked. Yeah, she was like, I got one through my head, Neo, but I'm okay still. Oh, I'm dying. She had a lot of rebar through her. Anyway, yeah. That'll be interesting, though. Who knows? Maybe whatever Wachowski brother sister is uh, doing it is the one that actually came up with the majority of the idea, and that's why they're coming back. It's Lana, and it's that's another thing that's got people wondering is why is it that only one's coming back? And I would say it's because it's the only movie that they did that was any good. So obviously, working together doesn't help them. I take that back. They they did didn't they do Speed Racer? Uh, I didn't see it. But yeah, I they did so. Speed Racer did. and Ninja Assassin. So those two were. Pretty- I don't think I saw Ninja Assassin. I think I wanted to, but I don't think <laughs> I ever saw it. Okay. You to watch Ninja Assassin. Okay. No, I, I seriously, I remember, I remember seeing previews for it and going, "That looks pretty fucking good." Oh, hey, look, it's the Wachowskis, you know. And then I don't think I ever saw it. I mean, I also recommend Speed Racer with Emil Hirsch and John Goodman. Right. Another one that I actually did go that could be interesting. I don't know though. It's one of the only movies I've ever watched that while I was watching it, I was wondering if I dropped acid before I watched it. Ooh. So what you're saying is I should drop acid and then watch it. I don't recommend dropping acid. <laughs> what about shrimps? I mean, <laughs> should I shrimp? I do it not out? condone the usage of drugs. I, you do. <laughs> you are free to do as you wish, but I do not True. condone the use of drugs. If, but if you did do some shrooms, it would definitely make that movie a little bit weirder. For example, Scanner Darkly. Oh my God. That movie would probably blow up your brain. Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they went from the Matrix into V for Vendetta, which at the time I was like, oh, this is so cool. But now mm-hmm. looking back on it, I'm like, wow, this is like garbage. It really wasn't that good. I like I like the message of it, but that's about it. Me and you talked about it. I watched it probably about a year ago now. I was talking to you about it, DJ. And, eh, yeah. 
it's okay. Hugo Weaving does an amazing job in the movie. Like there's yes, great acting, and some of the message is like really good. But overall, I, like I look back on it, and it was definitely one of those movies that, in hindsight, it's really not that good. I used to like it a lot, and now I'm like, eh. I never saw the invasion. And then Speed Racer was it was a different kind of movie, but I enjoy it. I like watching Speed Racer. Ninja Assassin is exactly what its name says it is. I remember you telling me that like, actually. Yeah. Don't, so you- don't go into it expecting like a deep uh, philosophical uh, story like the Matrix has. Go into it just expecting it to be about a ninja killing other fucking ninjas. That's right. Yep. That's exactly uh, that's exactly what you told me. It wasn't I went, oh, I got to watch that now. And then obviously it completely left my mind. I don't even remember. With, and not only is he just killing a bunch of ninjas, he's doing it with an unlimited supply of ninja stars. I don't get it. Where do these ninja stars come from? Like he throws one and all of a sudden there's like 30. Matrix. It's pretty crazy. It's just, it, it's just an extension of the. We'll find out eventually that it's just a, uh, a spinoff of the Matrix. He can just order cool. as many as he wants. That'd be cool. Rapid fire ninja <laughs> stars. It, like it. Oh man. That movie's a bloodbath. Yeah, I gotta watch that. And then after that one, they just went into like pure garbage territory with Cloud Atlas, Jupiter Ascending, Sense8. Oh, Cloud Atlas was pretty fun. I watched that a couple of times. What was Cloud Atlas about? I know I saw previews for it and I went, eh, I don't know. Um, let's see if I remember. So I think that had Angelina Jolie, right? No, that's something else. I'm thinking of a different movie. Cloud Atlas, I know, was a two-part movie, I think. Oh, yeah. Let me click on it. Yeah, this is the one with Tom Hanks in it. Yeah, it had Tom Hanks, Holly Berry. Uh, it's Holly. Did she Whatever. show her boobs in that one? No. Then it wasn't worth seeing, apparently. Because <laughs> everybody said that it was so great that she showed him off in uh, Operation Shark Tank or whatever it was, but uh, I never saw that movie either. Maybe I actually never saw Cloud Atlas. Maybe I was confusing it with a different movie. Yeah, so what well, I actually did is I confused it with uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Well, that was a Somehow. fun movie. Yeah. That was a total popcorn movie and nothing more. There was nothing good or horrible about that movie. But that filming style was incredible. I liked it a lot. Well, did you know what they did with that? I love uh-huh. that movie. There, there were three three things that were props and that was it. It was the camera, the steering wheel of the car, and I can't remember what the third one was. Everything else was total CGI. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that, that's part of why it was such an interesting filming because now they do that entirely. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it literally was. Uh, there were three pieces of that movie that were uh, that were actually props and the rest of it was CGI. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> now I know. So, there you go. Cloud Atlas is one of their uh, deeper movies where they go into like philosophy and all that. And it spans several hundred years. And it tells the story of like two people whose souls travel over, like it goes between their different lives in these other time periods and how an event that took place at the very, like in the early 1900s ends up affecting this one soul until there's a revolution in the like 23rds. And it like, it shows the progression of how these two souls interact with each other over the 400 years. And ultimately because of this one action in the early 20th century, they end up changing the world in 2320. <laughs> and it's got a lot of big names in it. Susan Sarandon, Hugo Weaving, Hugh Grant, Tom Hanks, Holly Berry, uh, James Darcy. Yep. Lots of big names. Were you guys thinking of Wanted at all? Uh, no, I don't think about that bad movie. <laughs> I, I've watched about half of it. 
that's about it. It, that's, went, it went far enough for me to go, okay, the bullet curving is killing me here. That it's just killing was interesting me. to me. Like the movie itself was interesting to me. It was Angelina Jolie that killed that movie. Mm. Mm. Well, interestingly enough, since she did Wanted, which was in 2008, she's done nine movies since then. So over the course of 10 years, she's done nine movies. Actually, I don't even know if... I don't know if Kung Fu Panda Holiday counts because I think that was a it's TV a Netflix movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that entirely counts at this point. So when they announced that she was going to be in that in the Eternals, I was like, oh, I don't know how I want if I want to see that now. She's supposed to re- be reprising her role as Maleficent. They're supposed to be doing a second Maleficent movie. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I I did enjoy. I will say this is is is. Much as the, a lot of these live-action Disney movies kill me, the fact that they shifted Sleeping Beauty over to Maleficent's side, I kind of like it, except for the fact that it, of course, um, does not follow the Sleeping Beauty story at all because they're portraying Maleficent as a good guy. And that goes back to my complaint I had a couple episodes ago where I'm tired of them saying, hey, the bad guy's really a good guy, you know, with all the shit about how, how in Star Wars the Rebellion is actually the bad guy because they're a bunch of terrorists and the Empire's really the good guy. And I'm like, uh, you know how the Empire was created, right? So... Yeah, I don't know what it is about her. Sometime in the early 2000s, I think Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow was the last movie she did that I liked. And then all of a sudden after that, like something with the way that she did her, the way that she does her acting, like her style, uh, it like started to shift. And after that, anything she was, that she wasn't doing voice acting because she's still good with voice acting because I don't have yeah. to see her something with her body language. Just every time I see her on camera, I'm just like, Ugh. well, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm looking at it right. I'm check, looking right now was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith before or after Sky Captain. It was after, wasn't it? It was after that. Yeah, that was, was after. that was probably the last one that I liked that she's in, and that's just because it's a really fun, stupid movie. You know, that, that's it. it. It's really just kind of a fun movie, and that's. I enjoyed it. it, but I was like, eh. And even before Sky Captain, um, there were a couple of movies before, like both of the Lara Croft movies. I was like, these aren't really that good. No, they were not. Um, Gone in sixty seconds was pretty good, but I didn't like the dialogue she had with Nicolas Cage in that a lot. Yeah, and it just they like focused. her with Nicolas Cage just wasn't fitting. It wasn't. And and they focused way too much on um the gangster dialogue. How they kept calling it boosting cars instead of stealing or borrowing or taking. It was always boosting. They're boosting cars. Boosting in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, John and 60 Seconds had some definite like dialogue issues. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie, but really their interaction was probably some of the worst. I'd say that's actually, after that, that's when her uh, style started to change. Until, and then Sky Captain is about the point where after that, she didn't do anything anymore that I was like, oh, that's really good. She, she was a badass in Sky Captain. Yeah, Sky Captain, I liked her. She was, so, I liked it. everything like, about that movie. The eye patch and... <laughs> and then Mr. and Mrs. Smith had a, most of the movie. I just couldn't stand her in it. See, I, and, and I think the large thing I like about that movie is more Brad Pitt's interaction, honestly. And quite frankly, Brad Pitt's actually, for a long time, I was like, oh, God, a Brad Pitt movie. Well, in all honesty, I've gone back and watched a lot of Brad Pitt movies, and I'm like, he's kind of a funny guy. He's pretty damn good. I like him a lot, actually. Dude is really good. I, there's a lot of actors that I look back on their career now. And I agree as well. I think that that guy would suck. This guy's really... Right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
obviously any of the uh um even though i think the third and the second one weren't that great but any of the uh uh oceans movies were pretty good that he was in i mean come on every scene he's in in the first one he's eating something when he talks to people and that was a total him move that was a total brad pitt move yeah i was gonna say that's kind of like his signature thing is the eat food yeah it is it totally is it's hysterical um god what else has he been in that i just really like him in inglorious bastards Oh, oh my that one's God. pretty good. <laughs> I made Tamara watch that with me the other night or the other day. And she's just like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm like, one of the greatest movies that uh, What's His Nuts has ever done. <laughs> That's what you're watching. <laughs> it was the first Quentin Tarantino movie that I ever saw that I'm like, okay, I like this movie. It's probably the only Quentin Tarantino movie I like. <laughs> I didn't mind the Django. I haven't seen Django. Um, that one uh, was a little bit different, uh, but uh, uh, what's his name? Because he's in Alita as well. You mean the guy that may, plays Hans Gruber or uh, Hans Gruber? Well, that's right. Uh, Christoph Waltz, you mean? Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. God, I like that guy. Holy crap. Yeah. Everything I've seen him in, I love him. Yeah, he's I've just, seen him in about four different movies, and I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he's a, real, he's a really good actor. It just blows me away. I'm just like, man, you just nail it every single time. Mm-hmm. He's full German, too. He's like German of Germany, German descent. He's he's total German. Most of his movies are German. In Alita, he, he delivers some of the most ridiculous dialogue, and he makes it sound interesting and cool. Yeah. Right? Like when he explains to her that she is from Erm and uh, that she uses the fighting style Panzer Kunst. It's like <laughs> nobody else could have made fucking cool. I'm just, I'm just going back. So, so remember that Alita uh, on Australia's put thing that I put up. That, did you ever watch that, DJ? I might have. I can't. Remember. I actually really did like Alita a lot. It was a good movie, and I really hope that those rumors are completely false. Because I would love to see that continue. In fact, actually, when the movie ended, I'm like, what the hell is this? Why is it ending now? She's having a stare down with Edward Norton. Like, that. we can't end I know, it there. Right? And then that's another thing. I love Ed Norton. He does so many good things. Like, his, mm-hmm. his role in, in the Italian job, do you know, he, he hated doing that role. He did everything he could to piss off the producers of the Italian job because he's like, you guys fucking suck. And he was actually in the middle of a... Uh, a lawsuit with them when they did that movie. And so all of his angst and all of his attitude is actually 100% real because he did not want to be in that movie at all whatsoever. Oh, wow. He was pissed about it because Sony was forcing him to do it. It was a, it was a contract dispute. And because he couldn't get out of it without going through legal channels, uh, he actually did the Italian job while he was in the middle of the uh, court battle with with them, and so hmm. everything, his anger, all of that stuff is actually real. He hated that movie. No, I thought the movie was pretty good, though. But oh, I loved that movie. But his his role, he was just like, "Screw you guys! I hate you all." To the I mean, company, he did have a pretty crappy role in that one. So true, he did. He wasn't supposed to have that. I think he was actually, if I remember right, he was even supposed to have the role that Mark Wahlberg played. But they got Mark Wahlberg, so and he That's was true. wearing a hat. He yeah, and again, <laughs> and again, Mark Wahlberg is another one of those actors. Like you think back on his time as Marky Mark, and you're like, what? But have you seen a Mark Wahlberg movie you really didn't like him in? No, oh, what? I got to hear this. What? Uh, both Transformers movies that he's in. Oh, yeah. There it is. Damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, fine. 
point out the like, obvious. God. He's usually pretty good, but in both of those Transformers movies, he really wasn't that good. And that, like it was bad. The movies were bad enough, but then he didn't. Yeah. We have this conversation that that was probably the best part of those movies was Mark Wahlberg, and yet it was not the greatest. <laughs> I think we did talk about that at one point. That it definitely wasn't his brother or whatever that died like horrible death. <laughs> Yeah. That dude pissed um, me off. That was TJ Miller, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. But no, it wasn't his brother. It was just his assistant or whatever. Yeah, he pissed me off because he was like, I'm such a whiny bitch. And it's like, shocker, you died, bro. But yeah, with Alita, they've got so many actors that were lined up just to be in the sequel. I'm hoping that they do it because they've got um, Jai Courtney is lined up to be the bad guy of the sequel. And then Edward okay. Norton is continuing his role as the ultimate bad guy of the series. I think Jay Courtney, by the way, is underrated as an actor. A lot of people are like, who's this guy? And I'm like, it's true. He's a pretty good villain. He's a pretty damn good villain. Jay, Jay Courtney, one of my, one of the best roles I've seen him in, uh, was in the first Jack Reacher movie. Um, he pulled off that character that was in the book really well. Um, but yeah, he, I think he's an underrated actor. Uh, he was in, uh, two of the, Divergent movies, I believe. I think he was killed in the second one. Um, but no, he's pretty good. He's a great villain, honestly. If he can make his make his life great in Hollywood as a villain, he could, he should just go for it. And he was in A Good Day to Die Hard with Bruce Willis. That's right. He, he was his he was kid, wasn't to, he? Yeah, he's he was supposed to pick up the Die Hard trilogy. It was supposed to transition from Bruce Willis to his son Jack. It was Jack Courtney? Yeah, that didn't take off too well, unfortunately. And he was in Terminator Genesis. I haven't seen it yet, so I need to watch it just so that I can say I've seen every Terminator movie so far. Oh, that's where I first saw him. Spartacus, Blood and Sand. Never seen it. Which means I have seen his penis. Great. (laughs) 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 Because that's basically all that stupid show was. Penis and blood. Mm. That doesn't sound right. That sounds like a porn movie. Mm, A very good one. I don't know what kind of porn you're watching. That sounds like a dark... (laughs) That sounds like a... uh, Uh, That sounds, yeah. All right. And with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, There was actually one more 80s movie I was going to, or uh, retro movie I was going to recommend, but now I can't think of it. Damn it. Oh, well, we'll just have to talk about it the next time we do a shitty movie review because we will do this retro shitty movie review again. I guess so. Hell yeah. I I remember what it was. Oh, like there's this. so many out there. We're going to do Orgasmo. We're going to do... <laughs> um, I can't remember what else. Deathstalker. We got to do Deathstalker. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, Jade wants us to do Lobster Men from Mars. Lobster Men from Mars. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. So to any of our listeners that are uh, listening to this, obviously, uh, give us some ideas. What is your favorite B-movies that you would recommend for us to watch? And we'll make a list and we'll check them out and we'll talk about it in our next podcast. Well, maybe not our next one, but the next time that we do a retro. Right. The next time we do, we do a next. Yeah. Which might be next podcast, but it might be a couple podcasts from now. We'll see. Yeah. Depends on how uh, how I'm feeling. Depends on how you're feeling. Do I feel like talking about Ginger Allen movies or? Uh... Not that kind of retro movie. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She did a lot of movies with Tracy Lords, so most of her uh, archive also got destroyed. Uh, darn sad. Anyway. <laughs> all right. That's all for the dude cast for today. 
Be sure to head over to facebook.com slash dudes from Altaria or reddit.com slash r slash dudes from Altaria and tell us your opinions on Giver, UHF, Starfighter, or recommend movies that we can do in the future. If you want that video of us dudes eating a Twinkie Wiener sandwich, then head over to patreon.com slash dudes from Altaria and be better than Lane Meyer and maybe give us a dollar or two. If we hit that $20 per month, we will make that video and I'll be putting that money toward getting some better recording equipment for all of the dudes. See you later, dudes. Until then. Yeah, bye, people. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. (laughs) Peace out. Dynamite. Terminated.